Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. And welcome back to Mads World. It's me, your host Mads, and I am delighted to welcome you back to another week of the pod. If you are enjoying Mads World each week, please remember to subscribe, rate and review the podcast or just share it with a mate who may enjoy it. You can also financially support the show at the link in my episode description that says support Mads World for the price of a coffee. This week, I asked you guys to share your wildest food fetishes with me and I am thrilled to be joined by Lucas Oakley to chat all about them. Lucas is the senior content editor at Mob Kitchen. He's passionate about good food, good drink, and getting people to consume as much of both of those things as humanly possible. Outside of Mob, he's had his writing published in a range of different publications, including The Guardian, Nat Geo, The Independent, Esquire, Vice, and The Economist. He was also a finalist for the Guild of Food Writers Food Writing Award in 2020. Mob Kitchen is an online cooking and content platform whose mission is to help students and young professionals prepare restaurant quality meals on a budget and aid them in learning more about food and drink culture. They have exploded onto the social media food scene over the last three years and currently have over 600,000 Instagram followers and half a million followers on TikTok. Up next, you'll hear my chat with Lucas all about our thoughts on kebab fetishes, jelly wrestling, Mars bar parties and lots more. Hi, Lucas. Hi, Muddy. How you doing? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, yeah, I'm all right. I'm coping. We're getting towards the tail end of this old um, pandemic, so um, I'm excited to get some freedom. Yeah. Me too. And I think Monday we're allowed, there's a bit more um, restrictions and stuff ending, so hopefully you can get back into your restaurant vibe because you're you're a food blogger. Yeah, I'm a big I'm a big taste boy, so I think getting back inside <laughs> restaurants is it's high on my agenda. Like this outside dining's fine, but um, I'm, I'm very cold at the moment. You know, the gas heat is going to do so much. <laughs> I'm tired of wearing the North Face on every on every outing and covering up my outfits. Oh, it's a great look, though. You know, get the North Face, get the Patagonia out. It's a yeah. good excuse for a fleece, but um, yeah, I'm ready <laughs> for shorts on the inside. Right. Um, let's start with our speed date round so everyone can get to know Lucas a little bit better. So how long have you worked with Mob? And can you tell me more about the work that you do with them? Yeah, so I've actually, I've only officially worked with Mob since January as a full-time mm-hmm. employee, but I started doing sort of like freelance work with them as a freelance writer about probably about this time last year mm-hmm. so then I was hired in January initially as the website editor but I've taken on a new role as the senior content editor which Ooh. is slightly different so I sort <laughs> of um yeah I basically handled the written side of Mob's content so any articles uploaded onto the website it's all my doing mm-hmm. and sort of getting involved in copywriting across all the various different channels now so hopefully one day it'll just be sort of like 
anything written is sort of done by me at Mob, but at the moment it's all, you know, it's all exciting. It's all very hunky-dory. And what's the best thing about working with Mob? Yeah, I mean, it sounds really cliche, but the best thing is it's the people. Yeah. Like, everyone on the team is just that they really believe in the brand and everyone in it's sort of really motivated. We're working towards this, like, common goal together, which is, mm-hmm. I just, I get a real buzz out of that. Yeah. I mean, uh, all the free food and recipe testing is also <laughs> really, that, that helps, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I can imagine. And you are known for some of your more controversial food opinions. So what are some of your most controversial food opinions that have been quite polarising for the mob audience oh god I've, I've got a few um uh, the first one i did was about bacon i suppose yeah. that bacon being overrated and that was um <laughs> that went down quite badly with a lot of people uh i did one the other week on cupcakes because i think cupcakes are fucking terrible what? i talked about that no but they're just like tiny versions of the cakes they're so good they are tiny versions of cakes and i, I hate them why um <laughs> i think it's just one of these things i've sort of I get quite angry about things very easily. So like ketchup, mm. personally, I think is <laughs> the most disgusting thing on the planet. I cannot stand the stuff. It's oh it's anything I refuse to eat. If someone puts ketchup on something, I'll actually just not eat that food. Oh my God. Do you know what my ultimate hangover food is? Well, I'm seven months sober, but when I used to get hangovers, my ultimate hangover food was pasta, ketchup, mm-hmm. taste or cheddar cheese, okay. and salt and pepper. <laughs> Yeah, that's horrible. That's that's Does that me. Make you it's just, angry? That make, it doesn't make me angry. It just makes me upset for you. Like, I feel so sorry for you, babe. That sucks. I know. I mean, I haven't made it in a long time, so you can't judge me that's too good. harshly. I've moved past it. Yeah, we're, we're growing, you know, we're learning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you, one of your more recent ones was that you hate avocado. Yes. Yeah. Avocado is a, is a big one. I think I really upset sort of like London's Battersea Brunch Brigade with that. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. Avocado is not nice. It's very boring. It's very bland, especially avocados you get over here. Yeah. I don't even get to like my stance on poached eggs because I also think poached <laughs> eggs are just fucking bullshit. I agree with so. that actually. <laughs> I think they're too plain. And I was at um a girls' weekend the other week and we bought so many avocados mm. to have on toast for breakfast. Wait, you brought you brought the avocados with you? No, like we brought them down there to make breakfast for all the girls on this weekend away. Okay. And <laughs> everyone was eating them and I thought back to your post and I was like, this is actually shit. <laughs> I hate this. Yeah. It's just you're not enjoying it, you're just having it. Yeah. It's nice with salt because salt's quite nice I was just, it's just a vessel for anything else you put on it really yes okay I totally agree yeah. with that we're gonna sh- ruffle some feathers on this podcast I think this week oh yeah yeah I hope so <laughs> I want I want hate mail that's all I want really <laughs> yeah you're asking for it really our next question is what are some of the strangest food combinations you've encountered yes I was, I was actually speaking to a chef about this the the other day and um he was telling me the weirdest thing that he eats on like quite a regular basis is pasta with cottage cheese and strawberry jam <gasps> which yeah i know apparently his um his hungarian girlfriend turned him on to it and it's a genuine thing over there in sort of eastern europe where that's that's quite a, a normal combination to have oh my god yeah that's kind of like a an extended version of a cheese platter where you have a little like compote and then some nice cheese we've spoken about this before someone mm. told me on the podcast they like to eat cheddar cheese with strawberry jam on toast and i i said it was weird but when you think about it you can understand it it's like a chutney isn't it i can sort of yeah it's like the salty yeah. sweet i know where it's coming from it's just in a bowl of pasta i think it's just a step too far for me I once lived with a girl at uni who um, should mix together a tin of mushy peas and a tin of sweet corn and should heat that up in a mug and just eat it like soup. (laughs) 
So I, I don't think like, like, <laughs> what? like, yeah, I know. Like peas and sweet corn, objectively, not that weird of a combination. But I think it's just the, it was like mm. the physical act of watching her pour out these two tins into mm. like an oversized mug and just like nuking it to fuck in a microwave. That to me was quite weird. <laughs> That's disgusting. It's such a uni thing to do. Like it would probably cost oh, yeah. her a pound. Yeah, but like, I'm, I mean, I've got strange food combinations too. I like peanut butter and pickles. I think that's that's kind of delicious, like Ew. sweet and savoury. It's good stuff. Don't yeah, don't knock it to you. Try it. What did you post the other day? It was like bacon and something, a donut, like a bacon donut or something with sugar on it. Oh, it was an induya induya donut. Yeah, that's that's sick. Oh my god, <laughs> this is what this is the shit you need to be doing as a food blogger. I think this is what's going to get people talking. Yeah, well, um, lunch yesterday I had um calf brains like fried. Someone sent me like a portion of brains and they like put this in a sandwich. I was like, <laughs> okay, so I did and ate that. That was lunch. Brains. It's fantastic. I felt so clever afterwards. Honestly. Oh my god, it's like you're a zombie. You're a real life zombie. I mean, I was a bit worried about sort of, I don't know if you can get any diseases off eating someone's brain. I know in Indiana Jones, they eat the monkey brain. It's a bit not done, but <laughs> yeah, it was only a, it was a calf brain. Calf brains are fine. They're kosher. Right. Well, moving from, from brains to dating, have you ever had a date come out of working with mob? <laughs> I I haven't, at least, at least not that I've been overtly aware of. I mean, I've only been at mob mm-hmm. from obviously a few months since January and I've actually just got into like a relationship. So humble brag. Mm-hmm. But um, that's kind of put the kibosh <laughs> on it, I guess. Like early days, it's going like, yeah, it's probably not going to be a thing now. But um, I have got a couple of steamy <laughs> DMs, which is which is good for the ego. Ooh. Yeah, what just from your controversial food opinions, you've really riled someone up. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. Some people get riled up in the right way. I think it seems people go, oh god, yeah, I disagree oh with you, but I kind of like it. I'm like, all right, okay, sure. <laughs> bit of back and forth there yeah a bit of back oh and forth. god well thank you so much for um yeah for going through the speed date round so you told mm. me a bit of a story about a date that you went on that was quite interesting so if mm. you want to regale us this story we've got a couple of questions and then we've got some submissions from listeners of their food fetishes so i'll throw to you to tell your story yeah for sure so this is um it's uh it's i don't know it's not weird because there's anything really wrong with the date per se but it did i did once go on a couple of dates with a girl who was um deathly allergic to fruit and nuts and it turned out she was basically allergic to like loads and loads of different things when like when i'm talking fruits Mm -hmm. it's basically all fruits every single fruit under the sun but only if they're raw so stuff like tomatoes Mm -hmm. it obviously counts as a fruit so like any sort of salads with tomatoes complete no-no but if you put like a tomato sauce in a pasta if you cook it through that's then completely fine. So I was sort of, I was trying to like work my head around this. I was just going, I was like, yeah, I didn't really understand that either. <laughs> Apparently, like really dangerous. She could have been in real big trouble. Oh my God. I don't understand. What actually changes when you cook a tomato? Like, how is that possible? Uh, she means she did explain this within like really great detail for a solid 15 minutes, but I didn't really, I didn't really <laughs> take it in that much because I think I was just too shocked at the, the concept of it. Oh my god! Yeah, that is quite strange. Like we never saw each other long enough for it to become a problem or anything like that. But I remember like trying to plan the <laughs> second date. I've never been so stressed choosing a restaurant because I was looking at the menus beforehand. Oh my god, I can imagine. Literally every course would fucking kill her. I was like, you can't have that salad. You can't have this. You can't have that. 
peanuts and the satay sauce. I was just, I was, I was just, oh, you can't eat anything. It's fine. Just get bread. Oh my God. Just have bread. I can imagine as like a massive foodie as well, that would have been quite challenging. So you're probably lucky it didn't work out because it would have been a huge problem for the rest of your guys' relationship. <laughs> I think that's it. Like obviously early days, it wouldn't have mattered too much, but at some point I would have been fucking tired of it. I would have gone like, you know what? I'd really like yeah. to share, share a tomato salad with you. <laughs> Well, this episode is all about food fetishes, mm-hmm. so it's quite appropriate that you are a food blogger and you are working for Mob. So what are the weirdest food fetishes that you've heard of? Right. So I was, I was doing some research on this and I came across the term sploshing, which is um, okay. sploshing, according to the internet, refers to a fetish that incorporates food items either for arousal or during sex itself. And you just sort of <gasps> smear them onto yourself. So it's all about like... <laughs> Different textures being uh, smeared, smeared, placed, or dumped, apparently. That's quite strange, okay? <laughs> that is a strange one. This this reminds me of a video I saw that someone showed me of this man who, well, it's actually like a, a company, and he likes getting wrapped up like a giant burrito. So they make a huge tortilla, Sick. put you in it, and then roll you up, and then they, like, throw toppings at you, like cheese and sour cream and stuff, and they, like, yell at you while you while this is happening to you. See, I'm quite, I'm quite claustrophobic. I think that's, like, really, that's a terrifying concept. I mean, I'm quite into being yelled at so that aspect you know i'll go for that i'll go for the yelling like just do that if you cover me in sour cream it gets a bit shady just don't wrap me up like a burrito it's a bit much i do like being wrapped up in a duvet like when someone tucks you in but if it's in a giant burrito i'm being screamed at and someone's sprinkling lettuce all over me i'm like mm, i feel like it's quite stressful Chris, how do they get a tortilla where do they get a tortilla that large like a human-sized tortilla they make it they're like a special company that does this to people it's like this is like their whole their whole livelihood is just making giant tortillas and wrapping people up now i kind of want to do it that sounds fantastic yeah now, now i'm thinking like human-sized tortilla just to see that in action would be an experience right i mean i can link you to the video but i reckon it would be quite nice to do it on a first date you could both lay in the burrito together and get rolled up i'd rather do that than like an escape room or something you know like (laughs) genuinely something different Yeah, I was wondering, um, do you think cannab- does cannibalism count as a food fetish? Perhaps. I mean, Army Hammer, that um, yeah. guy who got cancelled for being a cannibal, he had a few little cannibalistic tendencies. But um, I don't know. I feel like if it's, it seems kind of wrong, you know, being wrapped up like a burrito is one thing, but eating another human is totally another thing. Yeah, I suppose if you wrap them like a burrito and then ate them, that would be <laughs> less okay, right? Yeah. Kind of hot though. I don't know. The idea that you want to like saute someone and eat them, it's there's something to it. <laughs> kind of hot. This is such a food blogger thing to say. <laughs> Cannibalism, kind of hot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of hot. I totally expect that from you. <laughs> yeah. That's the, that's the official take. You know, saute with a few leafy greens on the side, like a little like fresh salad. Yeah. It's all right. Yeah. <laughs> Gorgeous. Did you have any other weird food fetishes that you've heard of you wanted to tell us about? Um, I mean, a lot of them I sort of read about was to do with like the feeding and being a feeder, mm. like that kind of aspect, which uh, they mm-hmm. almost sort of, it relates like, it's all like, say they masochism, that sort of thing, isn't it really? It's just domination yeah. and another form of that, mm-hmm. like Findom, like the whole financial side of it, that's weird stuff. But the food side is sort of equally as strange. There was one I came across, which is- um, yeah something to do like stuffing and there was this weird reddit thread i went on when it was like this man who's giving himself an enema so he filled up his stomach like a balloon and it would just get really really big and like till like fit to burst and he would just masturbate while his stomach was like full of water like a gallon of water 
It was what? It, it's nuts, but like brilliant, you know. Sounds like you went down one of those internet wormholes where you just find yourself like watching a giraffe give birth or something, you know? Yeah, and I didn't enjoy it either, really. <laughs> I think that was that was the lesson <laughs> I learned. Not it's not for me, really. The things you do for research, right? Oh, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> if you had to choose a food fetish, what would it be? Right. I, I think I'd probably be on like the receiving end of one of those like weight gain or feeding fetishes. So I wouldn't be I wouldn't mm. be a feeder per se, but I'd be like a feedee. <laughs> a feedee. A feedee, yeah. So if I read one thing where there was someone there talking about how she gets really attracted to guys who gain weight and they look physically stuffed to the brim. And I feel like I could wow. easily vibe with that lifestyle, seeing as I spend like eighty <laughs> percent of my life full already. So I'm just walking mm-hmm. around like quite full. All I've got to do is eat like, I don't know, an extra burger and then I'll be stuffed. <laughs> if that's someone's kink, you know, I could easily fulfill that fantasy, I'd say. If this person is encouraging you to work on your dad bod, then that can't be mm-hmm. a bad thing, you know? Like it's pretty much just living the life you've always dreamed of. Yeah, I was going to say, it's just encouraging me even more. It'd be great. It'd be bad for my, like, my <laughs> cholesterol levels. I'm not sure my doctor would be too great about it. I've already got high blood pressure. But, you know, I think fair game. Anything for love, eh? Anything for love. I think if Mm. I had to choose a food fetish, it would be maybe like (laughs) if someone filled up a vat full of baked beans and I could like swim around in it wearing goggles or something. (laughs) You'd you'd be into that, really? I don't know. It would feel quite cool. What temperature are the beans? (laughs) Room temp. Or, yeah, probably room temp. And you like lower into them and they're all gooey and stuff. (laughs) (laughs) The fact, the fact I've even thought about this, I had to think about this question. I was like, I don't know, maybe like tin spaghetti or like beans or something. Yeah, this is what I would have to choose. We're saying this is life or death here. Like you have to choose something. So it's probably quite good for like, exfo- can you can you exfoliate with like baked beans? Is that good for like your skin <laughs> and stuff? That might be right. It'd be probably mo- quite moisturizing or something. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be good for you to some extent. I think spaghetti hoops, I'd rather, I'd rather bathe in spaghetti hoops than baked beans. And I don't know why. But my brain is going definitely mm. spaghetti hoops, mate. So much better. Yeah, no. I mean, it's all the same to me. I think it's about the sauce. So you wouldn't like it if it was ketchup. <laughs> ketchup, though, I don't imagine. No, no. I fucking hate that. That would literally be my idea of a nightmare. I'd quite like to bathe in milk at some point in my life, actually. Like whole milk. Mm, like people have milk baths. Yeah, but who are these people? Where do they get that much milk? Because that'd be quite an expensive bath. That would be... I reckon that would cost you at least like 15 quid. 15 quid? That's not that much. People spend way more no, but- on their beauty routines. <laughs> Maybe I should make myself a I reckon like how many litres of milk would it take to fill in a bath? Like, uh... mm, Probably like 10 bottles. Yeah. Probably slightly more. I don't know. How big's a bath? Like 20 litres? <laughs> how long's a piece of string? Yeah, I don't know. Um, it's got <laughs> so the whole, okay, whole milk. It's definitely whole milk. I wouldn't do it in skimmed. I wouldn't do it in like almond milk. Oat milk, maybe, actually. Oat milk would be good for the skin. Yeah. I feel like oat milk would be quite an expensive bath, though. Oh, yeah. People. People have oat baths, though. Like, if you have chicken pox, you're supposed to have an oat bath, I think. I don't get. I don't have chicken pox very often, to be honest. I mean, probably only once, you'd say. Probably just, it was just the once, actually. Yeah, to tell you the truth, it was just the one time. <laughs> and back then, I didn't have an oat bath. I didn't, I didn't think it through. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. So we've got a few submissions. I asked everyone out there listening to submit either their favorite food fetishes or just weird shit that they've heard of. How many how many people had a favorite one? Yeah. Um, I mean, a few of these are just people's actual food fetishes and the other ones are just things that they've heard of. So nice. the first one is putting my hand into a bag of rice. So I can relate with this one. I love putting my hand into a bag of rice. Like a really big, yeah, that's quite, um, oh, what? yeah. I can imagine it, I imagine doing it right now. And it quite feels quite nice. <laughs> Don't get too excited. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, it feels really nice. <laughs> it's like ASMR, but for your hands. Yeah, I feel that. And I feel like at, a, at markets, this is pre-COVID, probably like mm. 10 years ago. If you're at a market as a kid and there's like big sacks of beans or rice or lentils yeah. or something, you just dive right in. You just dive your hand in, touch them all. Have a rummage. Going, I don't know what I'm trying to find in there either, like treasure or something. Just going for, going for a dig. <laughs> just having a go. Just having a little dig. It's also great if your hands are like broken mobile phones. You can just put them in a bag of rice and it'd be really, really good at fixing them. Yeah, therapy for your little hands. Yeah. <laughs> The next one is standing on iceberg lettuce heads in stiletto heels and listening to them crunch. So this mm. is really specific, <laughs> but I can see how it would be good. It's quite an audio on this. Yeah, I was going to say that's again kind of, it's like texture, just like a crunch. Mm, like ASMR. Why stilettos though? The stilettos is an interesting. I want to know about this person's like obsession with stiletto heels. I know. I think it would just make a good piercing like crunch into that lettuce head, you know? I thought like this one also combines like a foot fetish and a food fetish at the mm -hmm. same time. It's like two birds with one stone kind of thing. <laughs> It's encompassing all fetishes in one. Yeah, so if you've got like a food fetish and your partner's got a foot fetish, <laughs> this is where they meet, right? This is what you guys can do together. And it'll bring you, I don't know, a little bit closer. It'll be quite a cute thing to do as a couple, oh, I think. That, that's quite sweet. You've somehow made probably the yeah. weirdest submission. The nicest submission. <laughs> and then you can also have a salad afterwards, which is fantastic, you know. Yeah, no food wastage here. Yeah, you can eat together in like post-coital just bliss, right? <laughs> Right, the next one is, I watched a documentary on Channel 4 about a brothel and one bloke had a custard fetish. 
Custard is nice. Cust- yeah, custard is objectively tasty. What, mm. what's, what does a custard fetish involve? Is it eating it or like... um? I don't know. I feel like it would be a throwback to my bean fetish where you could like swim around in it or like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's quite smooth. Throwback and, like, to my big bean fetish over here. <laughs> five minutes ago. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, custard just reminds me of um, the episode of Brainiac where um, John Tickle walks on custard. <laughs> You've never seen Brainiac before? No, please explain. Uh, it's like a it's like a British children's like science program. Richard okay. Hammond used to be on it as well. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Richard Hammond. If he's listening, Richard, <laughs> uh, get on the pod. It'd be great. Please. Uh, yeah, so John Tickle decides to check if he can walk on custard. So he fills an entire swimming pool of custard and he walks across it and it works. Does he? What, does it's he fantastic. have to run really fast and like slap the custard with his feet? Yeah, he doesn't even like run. He's sort of like, you know when you see like speed walkers and they have that kind of like <laughs> slight lilt and it's almost like, it looks a bit ridiculous. He was doing that walk on top of custard and he completely like goes across it and it's, That's I, I distinctly remember it being a really important part of my childhood <laughs> that taught me that anything is possible. That's like Jesus walking on water, but it's Richard Hammond walking on custard. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But be- that's better than Jesus walking water, isn't it? Some would argue, yes. <laughs> Some would argue. <laughs> right, the next one was jelly wrestling. And this one's quite an obvious one, but I don't really see the appeal in jelly wrestling. I think it's because I have this thing with jelly and how it's made of animals mm. and made of meat. It freaks me out. I don't get it. It's sweet. <laughs> how is it made of animals? Please explain to me as a food blogger how this makes sense. I don't get it. So it's the gelatin, right? So it's like boiling down pork bones to make a disgusting. And you, it's yeah, exactly. You try and ex- imagine the marketing team who did this. They fucking nailed it, right? Whoever <laughs> made jelly absolutely nailed the marketing. It's not an easy sell. <laughs> no, let's boil down some animals and their bones, make it into mm-hmm. a jelly, make it coloured, make it sweet, yeah. and then you know sell it in tiny little boxes. Amazing. Yeah. And they don't even change the name that much. Like, oh, it's gelatin. What can we do to make it sexy? They're like, oh, jelly. Jelly. Yeah, that works, yeah. <laughs> jelly. There we go. Now we're playing. God. It's jelly wrestling. I assume it's like wrestling in lots of jelly. Yeah, it's like two girls get into a little, like, blow-up pool. You fill it up with jelly, mm. and then they just roll around. Okay. So this isn't something that you've dabbled in, then? Not personally, no. It's a bit like that tickling fetish, isn't it? Like, it seems a similar ilk. I think of jelly babies as well. I don't know if that's... Yeah, well, that's going into a realm that we don't want to visit on Mads World. <laughs> <laughs> is that like, yeah, is that food fetish pedophilia? Yes. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I think jelly wrestling Maybe. is probably just to do with like girl on girl type thing, like just seeing two girls rolling around together. But it, it can be, you know, viewed as a group and it's kind of, it's almost non-sexual, mm. even though it is blatantly sexual. Yeah, I just don't need the jelly involved. You know, just get rid of the jelly. It adds nothing for me personally. <laughs> just watch UFC. <laughs> yeah, if I could have like a bowl of jelly that I could eat and watch UFC, that's fantastic. That sounds quite good, actually. Yeah, that's an all right. That's a that's a good night. I was going to say, that's another good little date idea. Watch UFC, have some jelly. I mean, you can't have a vegetarian as a girlfriend because technically jelly is meat and I will not ever forget this. Mm. But yeah, good little date night. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone's singles out there listening, just um, just get some jelly and order UFC and you'll be all right. <laughs> Pay-per-view. Yeah. So the next one is Korean girls being paid to eat loads of burgers online. 
So I've seen this, but I think is this kind of what you were talking about with that feeder feedy dynamic? Like I I don't really understand this. Like some people just pay. It's like OnlyFans, but watching Korean girls just stuff their face. These are like the mukbangs, right? I don't know what that is. Yeah, so a mukbang is like it's a thing. I think it's I think it's Korean as well. It was invented where mm-hmm. yeah, it, that that's the gist of it. It's someone just eats a massive meal on camera, and you can just watch it. And um, it's like half of the audience are really into it from an erotic level the other half are quite like sad and lonely and just want oh, someone to eat with them. which is like quite a sweet sweet way of doing it but there is yeah there is something seedy about sort of watching some sort of like it's usually like a small petite looking woman as well yeah and eating some really horrible like big pizza hut fucking yeah. box or something. and where's she putting it away like it's usually like a four foot tall like tiny little skinny girl and they're just eating all mm. this food like i want this metabolism where did she get it <laughs> Have you, have you ever considered doing like a mukbang or anything? I would love to do that. I think you could. Just put it on the internet and people will lap it up. Really? Maybe I'll try it with Mads World. Mm. DM me if you're listening to this and you would like to see me um, <laughs> inhale a Pizza Hut pizza, a large one, because I'm up for that. I mean, I do it for free all the time without filming it. So if someone wants to watch me and pay me, play on player. Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say it definitely happened at some point just get Domino's to sponsor you like sponsor the pod be Whoa, fantastic. sponsor the pod we could do a whole episode where I just eat an entire mm. pizza and talk about my feelings about it which is just literally what I'm doing <laughs> most of the time anyway without being on a podcast so Domino's if you're out there listening get in touch our next one is Mars Bar Party so this one I'm very excited about because me and you both didn't know what a Mars Bar Party was but googling it was very interesting indeed. So do you want to tell us what a Mars Bar Party is, Lucas? Yeah, okay. So Mars Bar Party, as far as as far as I know or have been able to tell from the internet, is when you get your mates around, you have your standard massive orgy. Standard. Standard massive orgy. You get some fun you get some Mars bars out. I was gonna say fun size, I don't think they're fun size. <laughs> Jumbo size. Yeah, the biggest Mars bars you can get your hands on and you basically put them either in your anus or your vagina and then someone eats it out. (laughs) As far as I could tell, that was the gist of it. Could you do it with a Snickers or is it strictly Mars bars? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Snickers is almost too, it's um, it's too nutty, I think, like... Uh, it's, it's too much chewing involved with it. I tell you, I would actually, um, if someone, I'd eat someone out if they had a bounty up their vagina. That'd be <laughs> you, fantastic. Okay, this is a controversial food opinion, Lucas. <laughs> Bounties are the yeah. worst one. No, no, no. Bounties are delicious. Like, listen, if you threw a bounty party, I would be over the moon. It's, oh it's coconutty. God. It's kind of sweet. You know, that's a sexier food. It's not. It's better than like a Twix. Who is this girl you've tricked into being your girlfriend? You have the most controversial <laughs> food opinions I've ever heard. Bounties. Are you the person who will eat the bounties out of a box of celebrations or whatever? Like, yeah, celebrations. So I'm. I'm not only that person. I will literally save all the bounties to the end because I like them so much, and then I just get that's like disgusting. five bounties in a row. That is disgusting. Oh my god! Am I right in thinking you you said um wait, sorry you said Mick Jagger was a big fan of Mars bar parties apparently? Oh my god! Yeah, I read this on the internet. Apparently, Mick Jagger his favorite thing was like a Mars bar orgy. So I'm hoping that someone who knows him will reach out after hearing this and say, "Can confirm Mick Jagger ate a Mars bar out of my butthole." <laughs> <laughs> God. It's just what they love. Rolling Stones, maybe it's 
Maybe they invented it. I don't know. But that's just what the internet says. And everyone knows everything on the internet is 100% true. So Yeah. As long as it's not a deep fried Mars bar. Yeah. Is that a Scottish thing? That's a Scottish thing. The Scottish love a deep fried Mars bar party. That's, that's very, oh very much their, their fetish so of much, choice. So much girthier. I don't know how they're handling it up there. Yeah. It's all, <laughs> it's all the hot oil, really, that puts me <laughs> off. I couldn't do that. Oh, my God. Right. Our next submission is Naked Sushi. So I had to think about this one. And I think what the person who submitted this meant is when you, like, lay on the kitchen table, you're all naked, someone puts sushi Mm. over all the parts, like, that you want to cover, and then your boyfriend comes home and he's like, wow, what's going on? And you're like, surprise, I'm naked and there's sushi all over me. And it's meant to be, like, a romance thing. (laughs) (laughs) It's... I mean, I like the concept of like all your mates helping you sort of like arrange sushi on you, your naked body and then leaving you going, you're right now. All right, we're going to leave. Leave the keys here. You're naked on the table. Just don't move. You know, have fun. Have a good one, guys. Because like you can't do it to yourself, can you? No. And imagine if the person never came home and you just had to lay there for hours with sushi like over your nips. (laughs) (laughs) Trapped. You have a few maki rolls, a few California rolls. Which parts would go where? Like, where are you putting the fish? Where are you putting the... Oh, you wouldn't have avocado sushi, would you? Because you don't like avocado. No, no, no. I'd go for just sashimi. It'd just be straight fish on skin action. You Disgusting. Know? <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad. I feel like we're, sh- we're shaming all of these food fetishes that people have submitted. If you're out there, we are an inclusive podcast. We like all types of food fetishes. Mm. So we're d- it's all a good fun. You continue to do your naked sushi, your Mars bar party, everything that you want to be doing. <laughs> I support you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't want to yuck anyone's yum here, you know. It's just not for me personally. <laughs> yuck anyone's yum. Oh, my God. The, the benefits of having yeah. a, a food blog. You must have so many good food puns. <laughs> I'm going to have to ask you about naming this episode because I bet you've got lots up your sleeve. I've got too many. Too many. Naked sushi, I'm actually quite, I'm quite hairy. I don't know how that works with, like, body hair, actually. You've got to be quite sort of... I don't know, supine and almost like seal-like, I think, for it to work as well. Seal-like? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like a smooth like a smooth dolphin. <laughs> yeah, like that's the first the first animal I can think of. What's a sexy animal? A seal, yeah. Oh my <laughs> <That's> god. A- <laughs> so streamlined. <laughs> Our next one is food belongs in the kitchen. So this is not a food fetish submission. It's a food fetish shaming submission. And as I said, we don't condone that. We want to hear everyone's disgusting food fetishes here. So this person can get lost. Oh yeah. Also, like, why not? Sex in the kitchen is also fine, right? Yes. So, food belongs in the kitchen. Sex can belong in the kitchen. All kinds of things can belong in the kitchen, depending on the kitchen. Mm. <laughs> Our last one is just someone's written Five Guys, and this is a nice little, <laughs> like, a double meaning pun because it could be about Five Guys burgers, or it could just be about Five Guys. Just Five Guys. It's um, yeah. It's <laughs> it's simple. It's sweet. It's straight to the point. It's um. Is it made with peanut oil? What, what do Five Guys do? It's peanut oil on the fries, isn't it? That's like their gimmick. Yeah, yeah, that's their thing. But it could just be five, just five guys. Your fetish is Have just it. five guys. <laughs> All at the same time. That's a lot of guys, though. I'd be knackered, honestly. Knackered. Yeah. Five guys is a lot. Of, it's a lot of guys. I hate to say four. Four is a lot of guys as well. Yeah, I'm thinking of like a naked sushi situation, but with five guys. Like you could have burgers covering you all over or McDonald's. That's not bad. That's not a bad idea. I'd actually rate that. It is. It does get quite lukewarm though as well. Like the burgers, again, it's not quite natural sort of like a breast covering mm-hmm. as opposed to like a little Mackey roll, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's not going to do, do the job personally, you know? You need like 
At least like a junior Five Guys, the little burgers, maybe. Oh, that's so cute. God, well, that is all of our submissions. So thank you so much for joining the pod, Lucas. Is there anything, a note that you want to leave it on for all the people out there who've submitted these and all the food fetishes we've heard from today? Uh, just to, you know, if, you, if you're into it and you're having, you're having fun, you're having safe fun with your partner, just keep keep going, you know? <laughs> keep on eating food with each other and have have a great time that's all that's all you should really do really in life oh see that is just it's such short, a, have fun. it's such a nice message and so if you're out there swimming around in a big vat of beans getting off to it keep going play on player we love to see it <laughs> just keep swimming just keep just swimming. keep swimming yeah stop it <laughs> right i'll chat to you soon lucas bye Bye-bye. I hope you enjoyed my chat with Lucas. Please let me know on my Instagram. It's at madsworld.mp3 or my website, madsworld.co, if you have any stories or thoughts of your own to share. Love and elbow taps. Peace. It's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.